Welcome back to the Young, Dumb, and Married podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Doug. And we have had quite the week. Yeah, episode eight's coming in hot with a wild week. Yeah, so earlier today, I, well, actually last night, I got a flat tire. And so today we took it to get fixed and dropped it off. Mind you, it's Saturday here, so they're not open on Sunday. We get home and... Flat tire number two, my car. Yeah, so now we are carless because everything's going wrong. So it's been quite a stressful weekend, week, everything. Yeah, and I blame you because both cars got a flat tire while you were driving them on the exact same tire. Yeah, that's what was crazy is the exact same tire and the flats don't look the same. No, your tire was clearly dry rotted. We probably should have replaced it earlier. Mine, on the other hand, good tread, good sidewalls. Maybe I caught a nail. We'll find out when I get it pulled off later. Yeah, it was not. So we've had quite a stressful week. I think we are at our wit's end and also all of this right before vacation. So that's always stressful when you have extra money leaving right before a vacation. Yeah, no kidding. Like we're trying to get ready to get out the door to Singapore and Malaysia and it feels like we are hemorrhaging now. So this week we're going to focus on something completely different and we're going to focus on goal setting. We've got a couple questions about how we set goals as a couple, how we support each other in our goals, what are our five and 10 year goals. I mean, my goal goals are pretty linear, I guess, because I'm in the military and if I'm going to make it to 20, that's where my five and 10 year goals land. Yeah, but you can have personal goals that don't have anything to do with a career or a job. They can just be like a personal well-being. Yeah. So what are your typical types of goals? Since you did mention, what you mentioned was mostly career-oriented goals. What kind of goals do you normally set for yourself? Survive day to day. That's not a type of goal. It's a goal for me on most days, just survive. But uh, most of the time it's what can I do to get promoted um, to look better when the promotion boards come around? So, so what's separate besides work goals? Like what? So do you only set work goals? Or are they usually work goals? Or do you have other types of goals you set? Most of the time, it's just work goals for me. Um, I have the personal goal of I'm eight classes away from finishing up my degree. So you do set some personal goals too. They're not always all work related. I have a personal goal, which goes in, it does kind of go into work because I could then possibly jump over to the officer side once I have my degree. You never know. I'm getting old, so it might be out of the cards, but possibility. So have you ever failed at a set? Failed at a lot of goals. Yeah, I feel like I have to. I feel like I've set many different types of goals throughout my life, whether it's education-based or work-based or just personal growth-based, but there's always hiccups along the road. Of course, that's part of life. Yeah, and you just kind of have to get over them. You have to realize that just because you quote unquote fail at a goal, it doesn't mean that you're a failure or you are failing. It just means that maybe that goal wasn't, maybe that goal wasn't right for you at the time, or maybe it was too far fetched of a goal, and you need to find other smaller goals to reach that goal in the future. Maybe it wasn't such a short term goal like you thought it was. Right, and a lot of times you can look at your failures, not so much as failures, but as stepping stones. Yes. I completely agree. So another question that I saw when it came to goals was how do we support each other in our personal goals or our goals as couples? For myself, I all anytime you come up with something, no matter how wild I think it is, I always I give you my full support behind it. I encourage you. I didn't let you quit school and become a stripper like you asked me to so many different times. Guys, I'm telling you, I begged for it. <laughs> school was stressful, especially being an online student when you're teaching yourself everything. 
doing. Yeah. yeah, I have a video on my phone of Chelsea full on fetal position, having a mental breakdown, like literally working in her last quarter of school. Yeah, it was pretty stressful. So just kind of being there, feeding each other. Food always helps. Food makes everything better when you're in a bad situation. Yeah, when we were back stateside, you uh, you had a lot of Sonic and a lot of Mexican. Luckily, it was right across the street from us. It was the only thing that kept you going, that and margaritas. Yeah, I mean, margaritas are also great study tools. I think that I, even though I'm not usually a very like pessimistic or I would say realistic, person when it comes to goals I very much am like I am a straightforward cut and dry person when it comes to goals in life I'm more of an optimistic like sunshine and rainbows whereas you're I think more realist and op- and like pessimist when it comes to everyday life absolutely but when it comes to goals we completely switch spots yeah when it comes to regular everyday life I am much more of a hope for the best but expect the worst kind of person and you always point it out to me like I always kind of go dark with whenever anything's coming up. I always look at the worst possible scenario and you yell at me for it, but I have my reasoning. But when it comes to setting goals, you are very quick to, if it if it's not coming as easy to you as you would like it, you start kind of getting down on yourself. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's hard for me to not see failing a goal as failure, but it's more easy for me to hope for the best in real life. Like it's more easy for me to be an optimistic person in real life and always think that the best is going to happen in real life except for when it comes to goals absolutely which is where some of our uh, our hardships have come with each other because it's getting used to like you know you're not a huge fan of seeing your spouse being negative about themselves or about a situation but sometimes that's just how they deal with it and it can cause some friction but after almost eight years you just kind of you learn to get through it yeah and I think it's important to talk it out so whether it's talking about your point of view on the goal or or listing out recent ways on how you're going to achieve those goals. Just talking about it really helps because it helps both sides see where you're coming from in this goal. Because you might say something, but without any context, the other person isn't understanding on how you would achieve that goal. Or they don't understand your thought process behind that goal. Right. So what are some of your individual goals? Your five-year goals and your 10-year goals? So my five-year goals are I would like to get promoted to gunnery sergeant and I would like to finish my degree. I think both of those will happen in less than five years, but the immediate- well, over the next five years. Yeah, like over the next five years, five years from today, I would like to have pinned on gunnery sergeant. I would like to have finished my degree and- Really, that's all I have for personal, immediate, like, five-year reign. Well, what about personal five-year range, like, fun things that you want to do, that you want, that you see as goals? Keep traveling. I'd like to see, I mean, I've seen some of Europe as it is. I've seen a lot of Asia. Uh, In five years, we should be back rotated to the States, hopefully East Coast, so that we're just a hop, skip, and a stone's throw away from Europe, and uh, we can start traveling around Europe. What about things like the gym goals? Like, I know you... You always set goals like when you're in the gym, especially coming back from an injury. People might think that's interesting to see what your goals are and those because coming back from two surgeries within a year of each other, it's a lot. Yeah, and to be honest, it's got me kind of mentally messed up. Like trying to change a tire this weekend, I was terrified that I was going to re-injure my shoulder. So short term would be to get past that mental block of that. I would really love to step on stage uh, for a bodybuilding show. But I mean, for me right now, thinking about the gym, as much as I miss it, as much as I want to be in there, I'm still, I have to get past that mental block before I can actually set myself any goals. So really the, the main goal is just getting past that mental block to where I can get 
get in there and strengthen again without fear of re-injury. And what are your personal 10-year goals? 10 years? I would love to retire at 18 years. It's probably not possible. So just continue getting promoted. (laughs) Um, That's a long way in the future, but it's a weird time in the future for me personally because I will be at that like point where I'll either be in my last enlistment, maybe a master sergeant, definitely not going the first sergeant route. How old will you be? 40. So they, that way they can get like a... Yes. At that point, I'll be 40. Yeah. So what do you think you're going to be like when you're 40? Do you think you have gray hair? I think I'll be Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. You think you're get still going to have a lot lawn. of hair? <laughs> think you're going to have as much hair as he has? Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to have some beautiful hair like Sam Elliott when mm. I am 40. <laughs> what thing, kind of things do you think you'll enjoy doing at 40? Do you still enjoy working out at 40? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that when you dedicate yourself to a fitness lifestyle, we'll call it, it's something that you commit so much of your time to that it becomes a part of you. And you can't really just quit especially because my degree is in exercise science. That's true. And like you said, yours is more of a lifestyle. So it's kind of hard to make goals around something that's just the second nature to you. Right. Like it's when you don't go to the gym and you've dedicated yourself to the gym, you feel off that day or you take a week off for vacation. You come back and you just, you feel fluffy. (laughs) Hey, I feel fluffy every day. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, but you just started going to the gym. So maybe you won't feel as fluffy. And like barely guys don't even count it as going to the gym. We go three or four times a week. And she's waking me up at 5 a.m., guys. She's forcing me out of bed at 5 a.m., which is getting me to work at like 7.30. I'm showing up early to work. Completely wild things are happening in the Biederman household. That's so true. But I think those are good goals for you. I like to think so. But like I said, being in the military, your goals are kind of linear because you're, if you plan on doing your 20 years, you kind of have to commit to that timeline and we have what they call an MOS roadmap and it kind of sets your goals for you. Like you want to get to this point, get to this point and so on. So you just kind of, I don't know, it's a marathon. You just kind of keep going, keep your head down, pushing forward and get to each milestone as you can. Yeah. Definitely like to deploy at least two or three more times. Oh, please. Someone take him. (laughs) You ain't kidding. So now that you've asked me what my goals are, what are your five and 10 year goals, Miss Chelsea? Well, my goals are a little bit different because although I am a very motivated person and very goal oriented person and purpose driven person, um, I am slightly limited because we move where your career is. So I do have to change jobs quite a bit, honestly. Right. And so my mine have to be a little bit broader, I guess. I can't be like, in five years, I want to get promoted. And it's like, oh, promoted from what job? Because you could have any job by then, you know? Right. So my five-year goals are to find a resume building job because I know the likelihood that it's my forever job is probably not going to happen. So one that continues to build up my resume. Right. Whether it's skills, like the building on it, or finding additional skills, or finding a company that I could transfer throughout in no matter where we move to right i think that's a great like goal to have you find a worldwide or at least nationwide company yeah yeah another one is to build up my personal savings because i'm really good at building up our joint savings but not so much my personal savings and i know that might sound weird to you guys and if you haven't heard our financial uh, 
episode, you should go listen to that. And it kind of delves into how we break up our finances. But coming from a family of divorce, I know that even though we love each other now, you never know what could happen in life. Hey, where's my personal savings at? Your personal savings would be our joint savings. That's why girls, I will tell you what, Mm -hmm. their name's always first on the account. So always have your own account. (laughs) Safety first. And then my 10-year goal would be to, well, hopefully we'll be getting closer to the end of Doug's military career. (laughs) Only doing 20. And then... I will begin looking for a long-term career. So something that my passion is in and that I see it being my forever career. Hey girl, you get a job that can support us both. I will EAS today. (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. Get me out. That's the problem. But I do think it's interesting that we're both talking about career goals because a lot of people around our age, it's actually more common for them to change job than it used to be. It used to be that you went into a job and and you stayed in that job until you retired. Yeah, you spent 40 years there. But now people realize that you can make money anywhere. So if you're not happy, don't stay in that position. Don't stay in that job. Don't stay with that company. You can, a lot more people are moving to other states to get jobs instead of just staying in that one spot. Yeah, a lot of people I've noticed, like you look at your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. A lot of your friends from high school, at least a lot of my friends from high school, I would say it's split about 50-50 between Columbus or other out of the area careers, or they're stuck in Lima. Well, I don't want to say stuck. They're making that choice to live there. There are many people that enjoy living there. Yeah, they enjoy living there, but they're staying there. But I also, I think it's important to realize that everyone has different goals, once again, but... People also are finding out that you can make money in so many other ways than the traditional ways. Right. You don't have to, uh, what's a good, honestly, I can't even think of a good example. Like you don't have to be in a brick and mortar job. You can, people make money from traveling. People work part time in this and part time in that, or they float from this and float to that. Yeah. There's a lot of people that like their job is 100% in online presence and they are excelling at it. I've got a buddy right now who is working for Tom Jones Clothing and he's been in Detroit for the last couple of days uh, like selling this line. Yeah, so there's money in all kinds of different ways. So I do think even though we have career-oriented goals, those aren't our only goals and we do know that if for some reason those goals fell through, we could make money other ways and we could change our goals. Right, absolutely. I mean, you don't have to. If you set a goal for yourself, it is not like a permanent fixture in your life. If you are working towards that and something else piques your interest and maybe you've kind of lost the love or the passion that you've had for that goal, don't be afraid to divert. Yeah, exactly. Change your path. Go towards another goal. As long as you're setting goals, you're setting stepping stones and you're looking towards the future, you know? Right. It's like when you went to college to for your major. How many times do you change your major in college? Exactly. The average person's like four times. Yeah, people change things all the time. It's the same thing in life. Like it is no longer expected or likely that you will have the same job your whole life you or can, even live in the same state, honestly. Like when you originally started school, it was to be a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. And then you went to early childhood development? I didn't ever change. You never actually changed it? No. But that was something you had talked about. Yes. And then you went to business Mm -hmm. and marketing. Whereas I had originally started as wanting to be an accounting major. And then I changed to just an overall business administration. And after two years of that, 
I stopped school altogether, joined the military, started working out, and was like, wow, I love fitness. And now my degree is in exercise science, and I'm eight classes away from graduation. Well, I think that's another thing is that you can take breaks from your goal. So your goal was to get a college degree in general. Right. That, that was like, say, your big umbrella goal. Right. So you can take breaks from your goals and revisit them. So if your goal is to buy a house, but you have a huge setback, then it's okay to take a couple years break to get back on track towards your goal yeah. or to take a year break or a couple of months or whatever. Don't be discouraged if you have to take a break from your goal and revisit your goal later because it just might not be the right time in life for you. Yeah. And just like I said, just because you have put a lot of time and effort into achieving a goal, don't marry yourself to it. Like if you, exactly. if you decide like you're 90% of the way there and you're just all of a sudden like, meh, I'm not really super stoked about this anymore. Yeah. Like, don't waste your time putting time and energy into a goal that no longer excites you. Find something that you are passionate about and move towards that. Well, when it comes to passion, being passionate about something and deciding that you're not so into something that you thought you were. I know you're passionate about me and the uh, dog. Actually, no, you're passionate about the dog. The dog. That's about it. But I think not it's, so into me anymore. <laughs> so guys, moving on from that goal. I think, Bye. I think it's also important to know that even if at a younger age you you set your goals because of social norms, that those don't have to be your goals. You don't have to go to college. You don't have to get married. You don't have to buy a house. Like there are so many other options that don't worry if your goals don't match your friends or don't match your family's expectations. You can have different goals. Right. Don't let peer pressure push you into a goal. Like if you don't want to go to college, maybe you just want to be, you want to have a trade. You want to be an electrician or a plumber. Go do that. The world still needs those trades. Don't go to college just because your friends have gone and because your parents have told you to. Guess what? There's a lot of people that graduate twenty, thirty thousand dollars in debt with a degree that they never end up using. Do something that you're passionate about that you'll use. Yeah, because if you're passionate about it, it's going to show and it's going to make everything better. If you find something you're passionate about, focus all your energy on that. You know, like they say, find something you're passionate about and you'll never work a day in your life. That's true. If you're passionate about making pizza, hey, go work at Fat Jack's. No one. Fat Jack's Pizza in Lima. Go get a job. It's a good place to work. You should have said like Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut works. Domino's, Papa John's. I like to give a little love back home. I worked at Fat Jack's for a little while. So what are our couple goals? Five years, what are our couple goals? To not kill each other. Also true. To make it five more years. Keep the dog alive. Chris, oh, why do we Isn't choose Isn't he a... supposed to live like 20? Oh, forever. I think he's going to outlive us at this point. He might, just out of he's spite. He's not even a year old, guys, and we're already like, he's going to outlive us. He's going to outlive us just out of spite. Oh, probably. But our five-year goals, we want to have a kid. We do. We would like to rotate back stateside and buy a house on the East Coast. Definitely not going to buy a house in California. Yes, I think those are our main five-year goals. Our 10-year goals are to have another child. We want about five years between our two kids. Two is the max, guys. We're going to get blessed with triplets. Nah. You can already feel it. Then that's it. We'll have to sell one of them. Sorry, sucks to suck. We'll feel them out for the first like couple years, though. Just get the personalities. That way we sell the bad one. Right, right. And then the increase slash amp up our saving for retirement. We already have retirement savings in place, but... In 10 years, we really need to be real focused on that. 
Yeah, because towards that 10-year mark, I'll be looking at retiring from the military. And starting a new career. Starting a new career, possibly still military-affiliated, depending on where we're at. Who knows? But but you'll be 40, and I'll be 37. So it's, we the, I would say the next like 10 years after 10-year need to be Yeah, we would definitely focus on, focus on... At that point, we should be at a comfortable point in our life, especially if we bought a house. Vehicles would be paid off by then, so you can start applying more money towards saving. Saving for retirement. Yeah. Those are different things. Tomato, tomato, avocado, avocado. So retirement, making sure we have a comfortable retirement so we can continue traveling when we retire. I'm not traveling with you anymore. You're mean. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness. I can go by myself. Bye. I think the last thing we kind of wanted to end on was a little letter to our 18-year-old selves because for both of, well, for Doug, how many years? 12? 12 years ago for Doug? I am 30, so. And nine years ago for me, so. I think it's kind of about, you know, it's about 10 years average between the two of us. Do you have that written down somewhere? Because you're not usually good that quick with math. Did you write down that you're nine years? No. Let me see the book. I did that math. Look. All right. So I think we're, it's kind of like a reflection, like something that you wish that your 18 year old self would know about life. So do you want to start? No. Oh, you want me to start? Yep. Let's hear yours first. Okay. I'm going to try and do this without him like staring at me. So I'm going to cover his face. I'll hide. So I don't have to see it. You're mean. Dear 18-year-old Chelsea, it's okay to fail. It's okay to not be what you think you need to be, but it's also okay to find new successes and find smaller victories. So whether that is making new friends or even trying something new, those are also successful. And also be nicer to your parents. Because they do love and care for you, and you're really mean sometimes. <laughs> but most importantly, you're going to be okay, and you'll find your own journey and your own path. And many successful people in life weren't successful until later in life. So you don't have to have it all figured out at 18. Well spoken. Now, if you did send that letter back to 18-year-old Chelsea... Oh, she would have crumbled it up and said, you don't know, I know everything. Facts. Big, big facts. (laughs) Exactly. But that's why I think it's important to know because I also think at 18, I thought that I had to be on the same path as everyone else and I had to be successful and I had to be successful early and that's just not how life works. There are so many people that get denied before they're successful. There are so many people that fall down before they're successful. Oprah, the owner of Starbucks. Walt Disney, your favorite. Walt Disney, yeah. He got denied for loan after loan after loan and... Fired from job after job after job. So it's okay to not be on the path that you think you're supposed to be on because you'll find your own path which is crazy because i knew 18 year old chelsea and she was quite driven exactly and i think it's okay to be driven but i think it's also okay to know i think it's just as important to know i think you were a little too driven at eight to be honest like well i don't think that's true i think there are tons of people that could be just as successful at the same amount of drive but i think it's also important just like we talked earlier is to not get down on yourself when you do when what you think is going to happen or what your goals are don't actually happen and something else happens because it can be better well and that's why i think you were maybe a little too driven because you were like you were so dead set on like accomplishing your goals that when everything didn't come to fruition the way you had imagined it you got down on yourself and maybe saying that you were too driven is the wrong way to put it but you just got uh i think you got inside your own head 
and instead of enjoying life, you were so focused on your struggles that it negatively affected you for a little while. Yeah, I think it did. And I think that's also why I needed to take three years off in my college career because I had to refocus. I had to recenter myself. Yeah. Didn't you find it easier after like a few years off to go back to school and focus on it? I did because I knew what I wanted to do and I actually enjoyed what I was doing. And I was also like, I think I was more dedicated, honestly. I think everybody needs to take like a couple year break between high school and college and like go work yeah go get an actual job maybe join the military and then once you get done then go and focus on your degree because it's a lot easier when you have matured a little bit to just focus on school and not so much with the extracurricular distraction well i think it's different for everyone i think everyone has their oh absolutely i mean there's there's doctors for a reason and those they usually start at 18 so what is your letter to your 18 year old self dear 18 year old doug leave the girl she isn't the world there are plenty more out there she is negatively affecting you finish school like you planned find the rotc recruiter get school covered follow your original plan that you had in high school of joining the military but do it by becoming an officer don't follow the business route just because you think that's where the money is find the job that you're actually passionate about that you will enjoy doing and keep in mind that your parents have done everything that they could for you they have put you in the best possible position to succeed and even though right now not the best of times for your relationship with them take it easy on them everything they're doing is for the best intentions i think that's pretty good i think that's a good way to end our episode too some good dear 18 year old us's yeah but 18 year old doug probably just turned his stereo up and sped off did he 100 <laughs> he said screw you screw you 30 year old doug you don't know yeah he's got the th- he's got his system thumping he's on his way out of the neighborhood oh gosh 18 year old doug kid was a winner any of you guys are 18 out there just take it from us you don't know everything you'll never know everything there are more confusing times in your life than right now just wait till you get to your late 20s they are very confusing yeah enjoy this time enjoy the carefreeness of being 18 19 years old because you're about to get smacked in the mouth by life here in about six years exactly cherish your friendships friendships are the most important thing right now and listen to your parents so i think that's about all for this week's episode don't forget to rate comment subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts at apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, all that fun stuff and let us know what you would tell your 18 year old self you can either let us know on instagram which is young period dumb period married or you can send us an email at young dumb married pod pod at gmail.com or you can even let us know on facebook we can start a little conversation there young dumb and married until next week i'm chelsea and i'm doug see ya